to arm bar the 1004th wrestling podcast i'm todd suliano zooming through the internet as usual with colt Kaka dixon and also with jesse i'd rather be playing shredder's revenge matthews <laughs> is that good have you played it yet i have not played it yet yeah, I don't know got... you'd rather be playing it it could suck i'd rather be playing it it's got good reviews i'd rather be playing uh, ghost of tashima right now but i'm here with you jabrones <laughs> How I far are you that, into that? Oh, sorry. You go first, no, Jesse. I, I, okay. I was just going to say a shout-out to NBA champion Chris Chioza from White Station High School. <laughs> oh, shit. For real? That's awesome. Were you talking to me, Colt? Yeah, I was asking you how far you were in uh, Ghost. Not, not far whatsoever. Like, uh, okay. maybe one mission past the title screen. Oh like wow! When, when it when you know when the titles came up in the game, like you're playing playing the game for like an hour before the title comes up. Yeah, so you're probably like three hours in. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll be <laughs> interested to know what you think about uh, you know, like you know, ten hours or so, fifteen hours. I'll, maybe I'll say that, I'll say this so far. Uh, I'm glad I didn't get it on the PS4 because it's fucking gorgeous on PS5. Yeah, it's beautiful and it loads quick as a motherfucker. It's yes, so it beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's some really stunning like vistas in that game when you like climb you do some of the tomb raider climbing towers and uh you get to see some cool stuff man i love video games did i tell you all i beat elden ring no how the hell video game Posca. i didn't even know you could beat that yeah i did because i'm a god gamer check my trophy list motherfuckers dr waffles and psn <laughs> you can't just <laughs> aren't your trophies private no, I'm pretty sure that my trophies aren't private. I'll go look. I'll, I'll, I'll send you a close friend request from the app. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was great. I beat uh, Melania, Queen of Rot. I beat, uh, did it. I got the Age of Stars ending. It took me 120 hours, almost on the dot, according to the save file. I did use some guides for um, some of the quests because they are baffling. <laughs> but you actually played Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Yeah, dude. I mean, it was free. I wanted to see what it was like, so I checked out what Garfield felt like, and I wanted to play. I played as uh, one of the other characters too. I don't remember. Oh, you got seventy percent of the Elden Ring trophies. You're goddamn right. <laughs> How is the uh, Stanley Parable now? Uh, it's 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 fine. I, don't, I would I wish I hadn't paid full price for it, but I like oh, it. it it's a fu- it's funny. I mean. It's just, you know, it's short. The gimmick is old. I mean, it's not old, but it's it's novel if you've played it before, but whatever. I bought it so that I could show it to my girlfriend. She enjoyed it, but hasn't will never play it again. <laughs> and it was like 25 bucks. Yeah. So I uh I saw I'm looking at your trophies, I see that you played Returnal. I could not really get into it. Oh yeah. i well, you see, I don't have very many. I didn't really I sort of bounced off of it. I'm thinking about playing it again. Wasn't for me. 
I don't know what it was about it. It just yeah, it just was not for me. But so like right now I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima, and then when I finish that, I'm probably gonna play uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh yeah, my girlfriend really liked that one. It seemed cool. I was burnt out on open world games when she was playing it, so I didn't want to. Maybe one day I'll go back around and play it. It's coming out with they get new content. There's like releasing like a expansion or something like some new modes and show. Have you seen um, the images and videos from the Last of Us remake? Oh yeah, I, yeah, I did see that. So yeah, I've watched all the. That's my secret. Is I'm like a big video game industry guy. So like I, <laughs> I fucking watched all of the stupid conferences this weekend. That that's the the fucking remaster or remake looks amazing. Yeah, I'll probably buy it when it's on sale sometime. But yeah, it it will. It sounds all. It looks awesome. It's bad because that's those two games are by far my or two and a half if you count the Left Behind prequel or whatever. Oh yeah, side game. But those are probably my favorite games ever that I've ever played. And I know that the remake is just a cash grab, but they're grabbing my cash. <laughs> I mean, it would be cool to play with like modern technology. I played, I'd actually never finished the first game. So then I never played the second one. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So that's, so it's exciting that they're taking like the, because <laughs> I was really jealous of how cool the second one like looked to play. It kind of looked like it had some cool stealth. So I wanted to do that, but I was like, damn, I hate to have to play a fucking long game just to get to do that. So, but now I get to do it because they're putting the game mechanics in the first one. Jesse, yeah. do you have any video game stuff you want to talk about? Yeah, uh, man. No. No? You don't want to talk about how Starfield, I hope it's dope. <laughs> yeah, I heard it's uh... Can explore a thousand different planets yeah man i trust in todd in todd we trust let's fucking go man not, honestly not, honestly not the me, trailer todd. looked <laughs> no not that todd todd howard the goat it uh i don't know it made me a little hyper than i wanted it to but that i think because i'm a mark i probably won't buy it until i find out that it's actually good so you guys ready to start talking about wrestling okay well, too bad. I got one thing I want to talk about that's not wrestling related real quick. Is it the Game of Thrones sequel series that was announced 30 minutes before the show? No. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was announced like a year ago. The yeah, they announced prequel series. They didn't announce oh. a sequel. Oh, I see. I see. They're doing a Jon Snow sequel series. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be fucking shitty. I can't wait. It, what I want to talk about is the Squid Games The Challenge reality <laughs> show that's coming to Netflix. Oh, yeah, man. I hope people... That's so psychotic. It's fucking weird. I cannot wait to see all these white people on there just get their ass kicked. I hope they actually die. That would be pretty dark for Netflix, but, I mean, Netflix did release cuties. Yeah, well, I mean, like, you know, they died in Squid... You can't do a real-life Squid Game if it's not, you know, fatal. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to see them with a harness on as they're, like, up 200 feet above the ground on glass. Right. Jesse, have you watched Squid Games? Uh, no. Oh, you really should. It's 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 really good. I really enjoyed it. It's cool. Good okay. show. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about with wrestling is, is something that I realized the other day, and that is Hulk Hogan's TNA theme song is actually the NWO theme from the WCW Mayhem game. <laughs> I don't remember either, but I love that <laughs> observation. It's it was it was the weirdest thing that I've ever noticed, and I don't know how I never picked up on it ten years or twelve years ago when he was in TNA, which is weird that it was twelve years ago. Yeah, it's like another lifetime. 
but he's yeah. gonna he'll die soon right that's crazy i think so to think about but i think it's because like jimmy hart owned all of that music yeah that makes sense <laughs> like, it's like how yeah. um scott hall x-pac and nash were able to use that really weird version of the wolfpack thing they just couldn't use the one with this with the lyrics but they use like the beat oh yeah that's right and on the nwo on the wcw mayhem game i guess they couldn't use the the real nwo music because it has like a it had a Jimi hendrix lick in it yeah that was the case in one of the um i think it was the the gamecube game wrestlemania 18 yeah i think they had a fake nwo theme but they had the real Jimi hendrix song in wrestlemania 19 which was crazy yeah that was actually really cool when uh, Hogan was able to use the Hendrix song because they were like, hey, we still got the rights to this for like a couple more years. Yeah. You know, I, I talked about how I uh, got drunk and bought WrestleMania 19 on DVD once just so I could have the version with uh, the Hendrix song with the new child because <laughs> it's not like that on the, uh, the collection that I have and obviously not like that on the network. That is a very underrated pay-per-view and I know I've said it many times, but that, that pay-per-view is better than WrestleMania 17. Boo. Fight me. <laughs> Boo. Um, I, I prefer WrestleMania 9. WrestleMania 9 is garbage and you know it. That's pretty good. That's just talk ass. Uh, the match is pretty good. And Jesse, you got to speak up because I'm barely hearing you. <clears throat> All right. Do I sound better? Yes. Um, so, Colt, I, I, I talked to Jesse about this the other day about. If like I'm, I'm asking you the question I asked him. I know you weren't watching wrestling at this at, during this time, but I know you are aware that Bam Bam Bigelow was in ECW for a good minute. Yes, yes, I am aware of that. Yeah, he left ECW and went to WCW. You're aware of that also. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you think if he would have stayed in ECW and never went to WCW that he would have eventually gone back to WWE, or do you think, or do you think if he would have um, yeah, if he would have stayed in ECW, do you think he would have gone to WWE instead if, like, he didn't go to WCW? Or do you think WCW was, like, his best option? I feel like he probably would have stayed in ECW. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I feel like what – I mean, what year would have this have been? He left ECW in 98. Oh, yeah. I don't – I just don't feel like that they were – looking for that for that kind of guy <laughs> like around then that they didn't really i, f- I feel uh, like sorry to cut you off but i, I feel like if fine. he left ww if he left ecw in 98 and went to wwf instead then he would have been given the big boss man role in the corporation if they didn't bring boss man back like he would have been the enforcer of the corporation had a tag title run been seen as like a threat maybe feuded with austin over the title I could see him feuding with Kane and Undertaker. <laughs> he gets hung from the the cage. Yeah, but I. Like, uh, I'll go ahead. Oh no, no, you go ahead. I, I was gonna say I actually think the uh, I don't think if he would have went back, I, I don't think he would have got that good of a run. I feel like he would have been like not. He would have been like less than Vader was when Vader went to WWF. I see. Yeah, I, I feel thought- like he would have been. I feel like it would have been like super attitude era during this time. And I think like Bam Bam would have been doing like bad comedy with like Luna Vachon. Yeah. I, feel I, like. I 100% I believe like. that. That's, See, that's I thought, it, yeah. 
I thought you were going to say that you think he would be given like the Dr. Death treatment, like brought in as a legitimate threat and then exposed and shown that he's not shit. So he gets treated as a jobber. <laughs> no, probably not that bad, but. And I don't mean, I don't mean any disrespect to Dr. Death, but I mean, they brought him in to feud with Stone Cold and the way they wanted to do that was to present him as a badass. You can knock anybody out and then he got his ass kicked by a former tag team champion. <laughs> yeah, shout out Vince Russo. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I, I think Bam Bam would have been like a, just a, <clears throat> a really bad low mid-tier comedy act. <clears throat> so that um, presents the question I want to ask you guys is who do you think would have benefited the most from returning to WWE after they left? Like could it have been like Macho Man if he returned in like 98, 99? Uh, Let's say Ultimate Warrior signed that fucking five-year contract in 97. He stayed through the Attitude Era. Which, before I, we answer this question, Colt, I want to point out something to you that I point, I realized uh, the other day and I po- brought to Jesse's attention. And it's that Bret Hart is three years older than Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Which blew my fucking mind when I, when I learned that. Yeah, that is very, very strange. <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't seem possible, but yeah, that's yeah, I love that. Yeah, who do you think would have benefited most from like going back to WWE after they left, <sighs> or who could now benefit most? Like, could it be like like how Cody Rhodes has benefited? Could you see somebody doing that and going back and doing like being presented the same way? I think now. Um, I think if Dean Ambrose ever went back, I think he would get a pretty big push. Oh yeah, if he or, or I don't know if he would go back honestly, but if, if he did, I think he would get a really big Cody push. If yeah. Moxley or Brian Danielson ever went back, they would immediately be champion. Yeah, because like to my knowledge, uh, Danielson didn't leave on bad terms. Yeah, he was just like, "See, I want to wrestle other places. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> be goofy. Get hurt. Right. Let's roll." It's like Christian, you could argue that he he had more of an impact in WWE when he returned from TNA. But like he was part no, of ECW. Did. Put him on ECW. That's not and impact. he and he won the world championship two years later, which is great. But then he oh, lost right. it two days later. Yeah. He had That's a sad. he had a pretty decent feud with Randy Orton where he won the title again by uh, getting kicked in the balls. Just stupid. Just yeah. stupid. That's such an absolute. I hate that. I, I I found out about that storyline years later, and I was like, they buried Christian in this. I can't believe this happened <laughs> to my boy. Like, I'm, look how they massacred my boy. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy that Christian won the title, but it, it sucks how that happened. Like, and in reality, it's the fucking internet's fault because apparently he was supposed to be the person that cost that like killed Jeff Hardy's dog. And then when that news leaked, they were like, oh, let's make Matt Hardy be the dog murderer. Well, that's just pussy shit. You should never change a story just because somebody figured it out. That's yeah. Yeah. Who, who cares what the marks on the internet think? Yeah. What you should do is plan a storyline based around a guy who you think will be signing with you. And then at the last second, when he doesn't, he re-signs with TNA, just make the mystery vignettes be about Chris Jericho. Yeah. You oh. mean uh Tito sent it, not Tito, whatever. <laughs> I wish it was Tito. 
I mean, Sting, so just to go Santana. back, yeah. just to go back to the Bret Hart Ultimate Warrior thing real fast. Like, think of it. It's like 1990. You think of Bret Hart as a really young, up and coming young wrestler. Yeah. yeah. You don't think of the Ultimate Warrior being three years younger than him. It's weird because, like, you watch like WWF from like the the early nineties, and you see like Hulk Hogan in the Manhattan Center on Raw, and it's like that does not look right. Yeah, that does look really fucking weird. Yeah, the early early Raws are so strange. That's the uh, that's the big WrestleMania nine build up, baby. And then you think about the fact that, like, when Hogan debuted in WCW, they didn't have a Monday show. He debuted on WCW Saturday night. Yeah, that was probably taped like a month before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Universal like Hogan losing their mind. I feel like Hogan went to WCW for the same reason why Kurt Angle went to TNA because he was told that he wouldn't have to work as much because they tape so many episodes a time, like twice a month. And then Did, when they got more popular, they got a show on Monday. So he was told, you know, you got to wrestle. You got to come here once a week. You got to do some house shows. Oh, we got a show on Thursdays now. You got to come do this. Didn't they lure him in with like more like TV deals or movie deals and shit yeah, like that? Thunder in Paradise and shit. Yeah. <laughs> come here. That was a good show. <laughs> That's so funny. But getting back to like who would have benefited from returning to WWE, like Colt, who, who do you think? That I, I wish I wish that I lived in the universe where Ric Flair did it because there's that story about him like circling the arena or whatever. <laughs> like I wish he had shown up in like 1999. That would be insane. Do you think Kota Ibushi would benefit from returning to Derby? No, <laughs> no, I do not think that. <laughs> what about Zack Saber Jr.? Jesus. Isn't it ridiculous that they had Zack Sabre Jr. and Kota Ibushi in the Cruiserweight tournament and they weren't like, you know what? Let's 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 at least let's, let's have these guys wrestle. Yeah. Such a weird. The uh man, Zach, I really, I've really, really, really liked Zack Sabre Jr., but man, he looked like shit in that tournament. He was Z- 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 uh, Jack Gallagher. Uh Gallagher. Who, Gallagher, whatever he does. Who gives a shit? He's people, he's canceled. Um <laughs> <laughs> He's a bare knuckle fighter, pal. Yeah, um, that's oh, that's right. He is. I forgot about that. There would be signs a whole bunch of bare knuckle fighters. <laughs> so does AEW. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, Jack Gallagher, or whatever, looked like a better version of Zack Saber in that tournament, <laughs> which is unfortunate. I mean, because I think Zach's one of the best right now. He's very good. He looked, did not look good. <laughs> did not yeah. make an impression. And I'd seen him before. I'd seen like one of his PWG matches. I was like, damn, actually, maybe this guy does suck. <laughs> but Kota Ibushi did look amazing. In that. Um, who else? Who else could have returned? They should have brought in. Like, let, let's say, say 1999, instead of going to WCW, Shane Douglas goes to WWE. What do you think would have happened? Like they probably would have buried him too. Like he goes to WCW and he's he's not treated as a main event talent, but you know he's he's given a push, he's given a stable with Revolution, he's given a lot of promo time. Do you think that would have happened in WWF in '99, or would he have been like fighting in the hardcore division? He would have been the hardcore division. 
or something. I mean, they mm-hmm. they would have buried him. They like they did basically nothing with any of the ECW guys that came in. Well, besides the Dudleys. Yeah, yeah, they were the like the exception that proves the rule, though. Like they become WWF guys, so they like integrate perfectly. And we're like excluding RVD because RVD came in when ECW folded. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he that doesn't count. And plus, he's like also you know very very good. <laughs> Let me say one thing about about ECW guys in WWE. When Public Enemy debuted, I was fucking excited because they were my favorite tag team in ECW. They were my favorite tag team in WCW. I was excited to see them in WWE, and then they got their ass kicked by the Acolytes and just were gone. Damn. Yeah, that was it. And it was their own fault. So the reason why I say that, you know, because, you know, obviously Shane Douglas was – he wasn't. Yeah, he was in WWF at one point. Yeah, he was. Yeah, obviously. He was Dean yeah. Douglas, and he That's, he was handed the Intercontinental title and lost it to Razor. Yeah, like the, the, because in 1998 they weren't like nostalgia. It wasn't nostalgia bait. You don't get no. like the oh shit he was here. You're, he was here ten years ago. This guy's a god. He's gonna beat everybody and win <laughs> or whatever. They would have they would have buried him because he was fucking ECW guy. It's it was a whole different thing back then, but I think you know obviously someone like Flair or Macho Man wouldn't have would have gotten like a big because they were stars they were immune to that kind of treatment. But yeah, I think if Shane went back or yeah went back to WWF in like 1999, he would have had like an okay run, but it probably still wouldn't have been that good. But it probably would have been way better than his uh run as Dean Douglas. It's fucking yeah. uh, it's Shawn Michaels and uh, the Click and them, them, them guys. They weren't there anymore, except for Triple H. So, yeah, yeah, he probably would have been like an undercard guy in a stable or something, and probably done won some matches. Yeah, he, he definitely would have been in the, the hardcore division. So yeah, yes, yeah, so like three months. Yeah, I think that's an accurate picture. <laughs> I'm looking something up real quick to, to discuss. Oh, I can discuss uh, New Japan if we want. The the one half of the Forbidden Door. <laughs> I have to pull up the card, though, because I don't remember what I watched. I didn't actually watch the whole show. I watched most of it. There we go. Okay, so I actually only skipped two matches because I'm a good boy. <laughs> I only skipped two of the bullshit six-man tag matches. I was just going to say, was it the opening battle royal or a six-man tag? <laughs> it was two six-man tag matches. <laughs> it was the United... Six-man tag. <laughs> Gotta get them on the card, man. Gotta get fucking... Uh... Oh, they didn't really have too many jabronis. Oh, my... Master Wado. Gotta get Master Wado on the card. <laughs> Dinzon was in there. Holy shit. Uh... Oh, I didn't watch that match. Oh, you know what? I missed that match, and I didn't watch the six-man tag match either. Okay, so I lied. All right, so I started with... Um... Wait a minute. Is that right? Did I watch that? Oh, no, you... I did I did watch that. Yeah, the United Empire and Jeff Cobb and the, the, the fucking tag match. It was fine. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Tanehashi and Goto was, uh, was a solid match. There wasn't really a lot of... Uh, you know, a lot of drama in that one because nobody actually thought Goto was going to main event an AEW pay-per-view. So I think yeah, Goto versus Kyle <laughs> O'Reilly would have brought the bigger buy rates. Yeah, man. 
they should have done it. I mean, the show's already sold out. Fuck it. Honestly, uh, what's more controversial than having that be the main event? <laughs> that'd be crazy. That's like a, I don't know. And I like, love and, that and, idea. I know people are like salivating at the idea of Moxley versus Punk, but it's like, I've seen that. Kyle O'Reilly versus Punk is new. Yeah. Goto versus Punk is brand new. Goto versus Punk. Yeah. Wow. Well, Tanahashi versus Punk would be cool. That's new too. Um, maybe he'll win at the pay per view, is what I'm saying. But he won't because Moxley never loses. Uh, then the uh, Shingo Takagi, uh, the, the, sorry, <clears throat> sorry, the Takagi versus uh, Taichi match was uh, the King of Pro Wrestling rules, which is like a 10 minute unlimited pinfall scramble match where it's a 10 minute match. And every pinfall, like when you pin a guy, as the ref counts one, two, you, know, you get a point every second he counts. Wait, hold on. Am I. Am I assuming correctly that you didn't watch the Doc Gallows five star classic? No, no, dude. <laughs> no, I did not watch bother watching the, that. Did you? How long was that match? Four minutes? Uh, I, I could have watched it, I guess. Yeah, it had a 30 minute limit and it went four minutes. Well, of course. All of them, all of them have 30. That's New Japan non championship match rules. No, I didn't watch that. The uh, I liked that match. It- Taichi looked really good. Can you explain something to me that I've never understood? And I'm I'm not joking when I need help understanding this. Yeah. What exactly does never open weight mean? I I think it's just, um, I think it's not racist to say this, but you know, a lot of, a lot of like uh, Japanese things and like Asian things in general, like they'll pick English words that just sound cool. Well, you're being racist right now. I'm not. I'm serious. I, that's like a thing that happens. Oh wow! I think I'm. I'm. That's. I mean, that's true. That's like why. Like, I'm here for know. the cancel cult culture. Yeah. Oh god, I'm getting canceled. I mean, that's why they called him the fucking Bone Soldier or whatever. Like that didn't make a goddamn sense. <laughs> like, I mean, it's just it just sounds cool. Shit like that. What is it? Uh, uh, Sonata is cold school. Are you kidding? Well, what the Tokyo fuck does that Latino. mean? Yeah, well, that yeah, exactly. It doesn't make a goddamn sense. Um, hard game. Will. Yeah, well, <laughs> exactly. That does sound cool. Wasn't but his, yeah. uh, his, sorry to cut you off again, but wasn't he like known as like uh, like wasn't hard gay like a Razor Ramon? Yeah, hard gay Razor. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't remember what the relation was. It, I don't think it was actually even like a Razor Ramon parody. Um, he was booked. Fun fact: he was booked at the uh, Effie's Big Gay Brunch 2020. That never happened. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> he did not got to make his uh, big GCW debut. Uh, for all the production marks out there, um, this Dominion show, especially starting with Taichi's like big fucking opera entrance, was a 10 out of 10 show. Some of the most, some of the best camera work I've seen in wrestling talking about people never missing spots or anything. God damn. They were like getting artsy shots and stuff. Whew. Fuck your LEDs, man. <laughs> this is the good shit. Um, the Carl Anderson Tomatoga match was fine. It was a match built around the, you know, their bullet club rivalry and also the, the move, the gun stun. Oh, I kind of wish Carl Anderson wouldn't have won that, though. I was sort of surprised he did, but I don't know. It's kind of fine. I like him. I'm glad he's singles, doing some singles wrestling. I feel, I like, like, singles wrestling. I feel like Carl Anderson is the person that you're like, hey, remember when he had that good G1 match 10 years ago? <laughs> I've actually never seen his G1 match. I, li- I liked his match against Nakamura in like 20, 
14. I really do think he's a fine singles wrestler. And I like his presentation in Japan where they do the big. Um, I have, I have I one problem with him. It's cool. With that. He doesn't look like an Anderson. C.W. Anderson looks like an Anderson. Yeah, he's like a distant cousin, I'm sure. Ken Anderson doesn't look like an Anderson, but that's his last name. Yeah. Ollie Anderson barely looks like an Anderson, but Arn Anderson, Arn Anderson and C.W. Anderson could be brothers or at least grandfather and grandson. Yeah, it's it's wild how much they look like each other. There was, um, there was a rumor, sorry to cut you off, Kim, there was a rumor like C.W. Anderson got permission from Ole and Arn to use the Anderson name, and I refuse to believe that. You do not need fucking permission to pretend like you're related to somebody. I don't know, dude. Wrestling's fucking stupid as shit. Yeah, all the stories about like people stealing moves and WWF, man. What was the 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 Muhammad Hassan camel clutch thing? <laughs> if if that's like a thing, you you bet those motherfuckers requested him write like a formal letter to to get their name. <laughs> I just don't believe it. He probably I mean, had to seal it. I refuse to believe Paul Heyman gave or, enough of a shit them. to be like, hey, you should probably write to Ole and Arn. And ask if it's okay to use their last name. Oh, I bet no, I bet Paul didn't. I bet I bet CW did. I bet he did. Yeah, he probably just did it himself. Yeah. Yeah, Paul don't give a fuck. All right, well, let's talk about the Okada versus Jay White in the match that I didn't think would end the way that well, it I did. wanted to talk about the Will Ospreay Sonata match. I thought oh, okay, that one sorry. was really good too. And if, once again, Will Ospreay just beats Sonata. He always beats him. It's amazing. Uh just a great Sonata. I, Sonata's okay. I like I, he's hasn't. I feel like he hasn't gotten any better in the past like three, four years. Basically, since he's debuted and had like his first great year. And uh, I'm just I'm over Sonata, man. <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> uh, anyway, that Jay White match and Okada match was unbelievably fucking good. You, let's talk about it. Let's do it. That was a damn good match. Yeah, hell yeah. Buddy. I didn't think Jay White would actually win. Yeah, I was surprised. It caught me off guard. I'd considered the possibility because I thought about Okada wrestling Hangman. Then I didn't realize that he wasn't even going to wrestle Hangman now. I thought that that match was happening like regardless. But I didn't watch the Dynamite where he called him out. Yeah, that was weird. It was weird. It was weird that I missed Dynamite. No, I mean, it was weird that he called him out. No, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you got to promote a pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. Somebody uh, on Twitter said that um, the build-up for Forbidden Door is like going to your refrigerator and just like looking for stuff to eat and realizing that whatever you have in the fridge is gonna is gonna taste good, but it's just gonna be a hodgepodge or whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it really isn't. It's yeah, it's it really kind of got shafted on the build because of its positioning because it was after a big AEW pay per view and also right after a big New Japan show. So it's like awkward place for storylines. Yeah. Um, anyway, I thought this match was amazing. This is where I decided that New Japan production was untouchable. Like this match was perfect, perfectly filmed. And I think this match was perfectly wrestled. And I will say that with the caveat. I don't think it was the best match I've ever seen. Um, it did what have a surprise. You, let me ask you, what do you but, think is the best match you've ever seen? I mean, it still might be Jay White versus Ibushi from that Wrestle Kingdom a couple of years ago or whatever that was. That blew me the fuck away. What about <laughs> that you've ever seen live? 
live was a Roderick Strong Dalton Castle match um, and at a Ring of Honor show. Uh, it was not even filmed for television. It was filmed for like their Honor Club exclusive bullshit. What, what about you, Jesse? What's the best match you've ever seen live? I've always thought about this. And honestly, I have no fucking idea. I feel like I've never even seen like a really good match live. <laughs> I think mine. The best match I've ever seen live was Jay White versus Triple C. <laughs> fucking Dyersburg, Tennessee, or Trenton, Tennessee. My f- a hardcore match. I think <laughs> my favorite match I've ever seen live is either Brian Danielson versus Nigel McGinnis, or not <laughs> Nigel, but against uh, Claudio Castagnoli. Or yeah, that would be amazing. Or Cole Radrick versus Arrow Boy. Oh, yeah, that match was really cool. That match was fucking incredible. I forgot about that. That match was actually really good. <laughs> and that, with, without that match, without that show, this podcast wouldn't be happening. If you want to be technical. That's true. There's a couple other good ones I've seen. What else? I still hmm. actually, Colt, I, I think about this sometimes. I'm still 100% certain that Logan Stunt was at Southern Sickness. He probably was. That was definitely him. <laughs> he probably was. But yeah. Um, anyway, like I said, perfect match. Like I said, not my favorite. I don't know. It's something about it wasn't, you know, it wasn't my favorite. I thought it was really good, but I, I thought it was just wrestled perfectly. I don't know how to explain that. Just, just everything about it was looked amazing. I don't know. Great match. I highly recommend it. So uh, I want to ask you, ask you guys a question real quick. Uh, What do you think would be scarier if you were a jobber in wrestling? If you were, if you went, got backstage and you you looked at the card and you saw you wrestling Yokozuna as a job guy, or that you were in a tag match wrestling the road warriors. Which one I think would be worse. Yeah, which one do you think you'd be more, you'd be like just scared in your boots, shitting yourself over and just nervous as hell the whole time? John Nord. More, I think I would be nervous would be more with Yokozuna. But I feel like his match would be way easier than the Road Warriors. I feel feel like, like Yoko was way safer for people. I feel like Yoko would be a thousand times more scary because of the fact that yeah. when, he, when he would do the bonsai drop on jobbers, he would fucking kill them almost. Yeah, But at I the wouldn't. same time, when the road warriors would do the doomsday device to jobbers, they would fucking knock their heads off. Yeah, they killed those dudes. Yeah, I would have to be, I would like be trying to like tr- trick my partner into taking the fucking doomsday device in that scenario. <laughs> Like draw straws and cheat. Uh, <laughs> I feel like Yoko Zuna would have been like, like after the match was be like, sorry, brother, had to make it look good. That's As true. Most of the road warriors probably wouldn't say shit to you. No, they wouldn't <laughs> shake your goddamn hand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. The road warriors would probably just like go back and do more mountains of cocaine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll see. I'd hate to wrestle. Definitely the barbarian would be a rough one. Any of those? Not me. Like job. 
No, I, I, some, yeah, Ming would be a would be pretty scary too if I had to. And like when I mean job value, I mean like you're brought in as enhanced. I don't mean like Heath Slater and Dirty. No, or like yeah, Crash no. Holly. I was picturing like NWA like <laughs> job guys. Yeah, not even like the Mulkies, but like the dudes that were just like pasty white guys from the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> My new dog. My new dog is snoring very loudly in the room with me. Oh. Oh, we found out what kind of dog he is. Uh, Jesse, yeah. I know you. You assumed, or you jokingly suggested he was a pit bull, but he's actually a Swiss Mountain dog. Well, that's interesting. Wow, that yeah. sounds ritzy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's fun. So, um. I want to talk about a theory I have real quick regarding video games and professional wrestling. You you guys have played the old uh, SmackDown games, correct? Like SmackDown through SmackDown, Here Comes the Pain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jesse? Yes. And you've, you've both played the WWE and WWF and WWE Raw games for Xbox, correct? Unfortunately, yes. No, I've actually never played those. Okay. Well, Jesse might be better to, to discuss this with him. <laughs> I have a theory that the reason why WWE made the SmackDown versus Raw games starting in 2005 is because the SmackDown, or 2004 actually, is because the SmackDown games on PS2 were better than the Raw games on Xbox, and WWE did not want their B show to look better than, the, than their A show. <laughs> I mean, I think that that's right. <laughs> like that, I, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about that the other day, and that was like my conclusion that that's the only reason why they switched to being known as SmackDown versus Raw. Probably so. And then it eventually became right. WWE 11, 12, 13, and then now it's like 2K, whatever. Oh, yeah. They've sort of given them the 2K treatment. I remember when that was big news. <laughs> I know. I really thought those games were going to get so much better when that started. It really felt like that that was going to happen. But <laughs> well, in, in fairness, two K twenty two is pretty fucking good. One day I'll get it when it's not like a million dollars. I'll uh, get it for like thirty bucks. Get the full version so I can play as Scott Hall <laughs> and have him wrestle. Uh, doink, <laughs> live my nineties raw fantasies. Yeah, like that. That's honestly a theory I have that they made SmackDown vs. Raw because the Raw games suck so much. I know, I know. One of the Xbox ones was WrestleMania 21. I remember yeah. seeing some footage. I think of there that. were only three exclusive to Xbox games. There were the two Raw games and WrestleMania 21. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, they didn't get a lot. I don't think they sold very well, so they stopped supporting the platform. Because there, there wasn't a WrestleMania 20 game, was there? No, there never was. The there WrestleMania was like, 20 did appear, the arena appeared in um, Day of Reckoning. The first there one. was just um, 18, 19 on GameCube and then Day of Reckoning and Day of Reckoning 2 on GameCube. Yeah. Do you do you miss the days of console-exclusive wrestling games? <laughs> uh, you know, no. Uh, it was, it was kind of, it was annoying. I remember at the time, it felt I annoying. It, I think it would be better if they weren't made by the same fucking company. Like it made no, it, it was so fucking weird that THQ made two different games for two different consoles. 
yeah they did have different they did use different devs but yeah it was like yeah it was pretty it was a genius it was a weird idea to do i don't know why they I don't know my, why they stuff like that my absolute favorite thing about the uh, xbox raw game was that like k quick was in it and you could attack people in the entrance way <laughs> like i would always play as k quick i didn't realize he was in one of the games that's awesome yeah i i just remember the insane storyline in wrestlemania 19 i feel like we've talked about it before but it rules you get you, you get fired from the wwf or wwe and then you just start terrorizing <laughs> like the construction site for the arena and like you start you show up and you're like throwing security guards off. i mean this is all gameplay you like there's like these backstage levels where you're throwing security guards off roofs and you're destroying like merch stands in the mall and stuff yeah so funny there's like some really sketchy voice acting from stephanie and vince in that game or maybe just stephanie oh we're gonna be talking about vince later <laughs> and sketchy let's um, cover let's cover dynamite real quick let's, get right, that yeah, over let's, talk, with. let's talk about uh wcw dynamite <laughs> some of the opening match of ortiz versus chris jericho in the hair versus hair match where it ended with ortiz shaving his own head and ch- just chanting blood and guts over and over again that cool. was a weird. Um, like, did he make himself bleed with the razor? Like, holy shit, that had that's hurt. Right, that's yeah, actually the second. Did. That's the second time I've seen that in a hair versus hair match. The first time was in TNA when the Raven lost the hair versus hair match against, I want to say Vampiro in 2003, but it might have not been Vampiro, and he got the clippers on his head and like who whomever was doing it to raven just dug deep as shit and he started bleeding on his scalp and i thought that has got to hurt man yeah he got in there scalped himself on live television (laughs) like at one point chris jericho showed his bald spot to the camera and then quickly flipped it back and that made me think, all right, yeah, he's he's losing his hair. I was convinced, yeah, that he was losing his hair. What a genius. What a heel. What a guy. <laughs> he's the best. He can't lose his hair, though, because when he goes back to Saudi Arabia for Dirt of E, like, they're not going to recognize him with no hair. Oh, they're probably up to 2008 by now. They... <laughs> and and I know he's in AW, but if anyone out there believes he's not going to eventually go back to Saudi Arabia, Dirt of E, you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> Who do you think he'll wrestle at that show? Do you think they'll get him to? He'll do Lance Storm. They'll fight. Hell yeah, get Lance a payday. Honestly, because Saudi Arabia loves old school, or the Saudi prince loves old wrestling so much, they'll probably get David Benoit to come in and wrestle Jericho. <laughs> oh my god! No, no. There's no way that it, that the, will happen. The the match will, in all seriousness, here, pal. The match will be uh, Chris Jericho versus Rey Mysterio. You yeah. not remember? Yeah. At the first Saudi pay per view, they had some random sumo wrestler come in because the Saudi prince was a fan of Yokozuna and he didn't know they <laughs> oh. had died like 18 years before this. Yeah, I remember hearing I about that. Um, yeah, I remember hearing about that. I just cannot believe that is true. Like, I, I guess it is. But how are they like, can we get Yokozuna in the Ultimate Warrior? Could you imagine if like, instead they, of the, could you imagine if instead of them having that random sumo wrestler come out as his name, they had him come out to the Yokozuna music and pretend like he's Yokozuna? Yeah, they should have done that. 
They could have just got Rikishi to like to dress up as Yoko. Yeah, might as well. The next, the, like, eventually a Saudi show, they're gonna be like, we want the Shield versus <laughs> the Wyatt family, and they're gonna bring some <laughs> random person in as Luke Harper <laughs> and Dean. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like Roman Dean. Seth and Kurt Angle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Strap him to the chair, fix his neck again, get him back out there. Yeah, let's continue talking about dynamite. Wardlow versus the security match was next, and I still do not understand. Is like Scorpio was a hill, and then he was a face, and then he was a hill, then he was a face, now he's a hill again. I guess. Oh, we didn't talk about his uh, his his epic rival though. Sammy is back with Jericho again. (laughs) Sorry, I I like that. Yeah, when Uh, yeah when Fuego. Like came out, I thought, what the fuck? That's the most no, random hill turn ever. I knew that wasn't Fuego because Fuego's way smaller than that. Yeah, I that's feel true. like that's I, true. That's, that's way too big to actually be here. I didn't think it was Sammy, but I was like, that's not really Fuego. Yeah, that was fun. Fun surprise. Jericho really loves a guy, a guy who's in the mask. Gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wardlow versus the security guards. I wanted this to be better. I think the crowd wanted it to be better too. They kind of lost interest about by the time the tenth person was eliminated. You could t- you could tell they were like, "Man, this is this what this is going to be?" So this for people who are unaware, stupid. For people yeah, who are unaware, I wanted it to be good. Years ago, Matt Hughes was hit by a train. And oh, I forgot he was in this segment. I actually didn't know that he was hit by a train. I was like, was, I turned to Christina. I was like, "What's is he okay?" He was hit by a train and he was in his truck. He was hit by a train. He almost died. He somehow, he was in a coma for 19 days, somehow recovered. Uh, he has, shit. he has like some uh, disability now, but he made a return to UFC, not as a fighter, but oh, came out to, to his, lose my mind, <laughs> came out to his theme music and came out to the octagon to big ovation. And I'm a huge Matt Hughes fan as a fighter, as a person. I don't much care for him, but as a fighter, he's one of my favorite of all time. It was really cool seeing him, but at the same time, I was like, he really should not be out there. Yeah, he looked, uh, he looked nervous. <laughs> yeah. Also, Comrade Wardlow stand up for workers' rights with the with the, the UFC guys. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I wanted that match to be better. I did enjoy that they ended it by saying case dismissed. <laughs> And calling them participants plaintiffs. So that part was a win. I was talking about the match of the week Dax Harwood versus Will Osprey. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> For anybody who does not know who Will Osprey is, you fucking know now. Uh, because this, this match was incredible. And it was oh, you incredible. mean the guy that lost to Trent in his uh, debut match on AW? Is that guy? <laughs> he no. didn't lose. That was his, it was his tag team partner. <laughs> oh, it's not I mean, one of the best wrestlers in the world, top five best wrestlers in the world, and Dax Harwood is probably wrestler of the year, or at least he's getting up there. I like a lot of his. He's had a lot of really good singles matches. His match against uh, Cash was really good. I really hope, though, that in 10 years, people aren't talking about him the same way they talk about Carl Anderson when they're like, hey, you remember that great match he had 10 years ago? He's a good wrestler, you know? (laughs) He's yeah, I like this with match. Bret Hart. Did you know Bret Hart's older than Ultimate Warrior? <laughs> <laughs> I like this match. I thought it was a lot of fun. That was a good one. 
that's all. I don't know. There's not much to talk about. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was a good, good match. match. It was worth watching. I'm not going to break it down like move by move or whatever. I thought it looked cool. He did a really good uh, counter into a power bomb. I've seen him do it before, but the, like the arm, leg over arm move and then gets into the flip. It's cool. Like that. Do you think next week it's going to be Tanahashi and Moxley versus Jericho and Sammy? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> like when I saw this, I was like, are they really doing a can they coexist storyline? <laughs> what was the Jeez. first Tanahashi match you ever saw? Though his one at Wrestle Kingdom 9. I think it's the same one that JR saw. I think it was the first Tanahashi match JR saw, which is Wrestle Kingdom 9 versus Okada. The first one I, the first one I ever saw was in TNA in 2005, I think, against AJ Styles. Nice. It's a good one. Yeah, it was I a imagine. really good match. That Okada match was amazing. It's a good one. I was surprised when Okada lost that match. Then I want to say... I cried. I want to say Tanahashi had a, a couple other matches in TNA after that, but I might be mistaken. Let me look this up real quick while you guys are discussing. I think Tanahashi is the fucking man, but I think that this segment was terrible. <laughs> the, yeah, they didn't really put over the fact that he's stupid sexy. Yeah, it, it kind of made him look like a dummy. <laughs> Do we all agree on that? But yeah. That segment made Tanahashi look like a dummy. And look like a big fucking dumbass. Dummy butt, dummy butt. <laughs> Made me sad. Mox was just like shitting on him, and then <laughs> before he said anything, fucking Jericho came out. Oh, well, Jericho's like, oh. hey, we don't like you, New Japan guys. That was pretty funny. Jericho cutting that promo, pr- promoting his match, all while like chaos was happening behind him. Which which match was, was it that good. Tony Giovanni kept referring to New Japan as IWGP? It's every single match that somebody's involved in from New Japan. Okay, it, it, was, was, it, was, Will, it was the Will I, Ospreay match. It's 2006. I, uh, I loved when he kept saying uh, Suzuki Zoom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 2006, uh, Tanahashi and AJ Styles at Final Resolution. And then he had another match two days later on Explosion, not on Impact, but on Explosion against Roderick Strong. And that match was really good, too. Oh, damn. I bet that match was good. And then he came back in 2008 for a little run in TNA, and I do not remember that, where he actually wrestled on three house shows. Where, oh. he, where he lost. He won one of them against uh, Austin Creed and Sanjay Dutt, and then he lost to Sanjay Dutt, and then he lost the, the next one to Austin Creed. So Austin Creed has a victory over Hiroshi Tanahashi. That's crazy. <laughs> His last match in TNA was a losing effort against Austin Creed and Jay Lethal, where he teamed up with Sanjay Dutt, and they lost two minutes and 25 seconds. Oh, man, Consequences Creed or whatever their tag team, or Lethal Consequences. (laughs) Yeah. He only won one match in that little 2008 run he had in TNA, and that was on a house show. That's weird. What was he doing there? What are you doing, buddy? Why'd you go there? His first match, he lost him and Volador lost to Motor City Machine Guns, and then they lost in a tag team ladder match against Abyss and Matt Morgan, Team 3D, and LAX. What? (laughs) Yeah, I want to see that match. That sounds amazing. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds really fucking weird. 
That's total fucking chaos. I gotta figure out how to use their their streaming and figure that in out. In a ten way elimination exhibition ranking match, he lost against Eric Young, and he also wrestled Austin Creed, Doug Williams, Homicide, Jay Lethal, Jimmy Ray, Petey Williams, Sanjay Dutt, and Volador. You're and telling then, me Homicide and wrestled Tanahashi? I mean, I don't know if they actually wrestled each other, but they competed in the same match. Oh, that's my dream match. <laughs> Talking about dream matches on Dynamite. I'm, that's my dream match. What the fuck? Ha- Tanahashi wrestled. Okay, okay. This makes more sense. Tanahashi wrestled Absolute Andy in a show that was WXW slash CZW slash Big Japan Wrestling. Oh. And it was in Germany. So it was, it was mostly a WXW show, but on Cage Match, it's presented as if it's a CZW show. <laughs> and that <laughs> confused the hell out of me when I saw that. Yeah, well, it turns out here he wrestled Sick Nick Mondo. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> so, so, yeah. I, I don't know. Fine segment. The match on the pay-per-view will be interesting. But it was funny that both Desperado and Lance Archer, despite being in that segment, are not in the match that Jericho announced. Uh, let's talk about Tony Storm versus Britt Baker and how that match ended... In such was a, that really the next thing that happened on the show? Oh, there was, was a Tony. Match. There was a Tony promo. Tony got yeah. a cool promo. I liked that. I, I was surprised when she said she said something. I expected ah, whatever. Who gives a shit? Anyway, move on. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tony Storm won thankfully, and uh, Britt Baker being in this match and doing the fucking no selling, which she's been accused of so much. But she sold her ass off, and I, I legit thought she was really hurt when Tony when Tony Storm ran her her ass into her face. Oh, the big, yeah. That, I like uh, I like this match. I thought it was a, I thought it was a good one. Good good effort. They both look they look, both look good. Tony looks Tony's wrestled a lot of really good. She looks great so far. Like in this AEW run, I think. I hope she wins the title on Sunday, or it's not this Sunday, but you know whatever at the yeah. show. I think it'd be kind of cool. It'd be a nice little shock, I guess. Maybe. The, the main event, uh, you know, Jurassic Express losing against the Young Bucks. They were originally supposed to lose against the Hardy Boys, but, you know, Jeff Hardy had to get drunk. What? Hang on. Was there, wasn't there, I swear, there more stuff happened on this show. I mean, more stuff probably happened, but that was the next match was. Uh, there's, this, it's not all about wrestling. This is. <laughs> Hang on. Let's remember. Let's rack our brains here. What other segments happened on this show? I mean, Adam Page came out and he was attacked right. by Jay White. The best wrestler in the world, Jay White, came out. While he was being taunted by Adam Cole. Yeah, Adam Cole made some great sad guy faces. <laughs> I always like his little sad boy faces. He always, I don't know, that's, a, that's the best part of his character is when he's like crawling up the ramp on his hands and knees backwards. And he's making like, oh, oh. <laughs> it's good work. He's a good guy. Yeah. Um, Ah, shit, was there something else? I think that was it. I feel like there was a couple other weird things on the show. It, um, you know, Christian turned hill. Oh, that was the best part of the show. He he <laughs> later told he later told Jungle Boy's mom and sister that she raised a piece of shit, and her son's a piece of shit. Yeah, Do you think funny. they knew that was coming? <laughs> I don't oh, know. God. His sister flipped flipped them off, was right in front of the camera. Maybe they it? like 
I don't know. And that was just in the fight feed, though, wasn't it? Yeah, I actually didn't. I actually turned off the show as as the crap copyright came up because I didn't <laughs> think about it. Um, Haven't but, you been programmed at this point by after Kevin Owens attacked Sami Zayn like five minutes after the fucking well, copyright actually, came up? It wasn't even the copy that came up. It was like the full screen like splash, like the show was over. And I was like, all right, well, I'm done. Oh. I guess it must have like gone away and went back to some footage according to the internet. I guess I could watch it still. Legally, but, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, on fight, you can watch replays of your of the shows. But I, I like that match. Um, I guess it's crazy the Young Bucks won. I sort of thought that since the Hardys were out of the match, they would have Jurassic Express just retain and lose it somewhere else. But I guess it was time for them to lose anyway. Might as well be the Young Bucks. First two-time champions in AEW, whatever that means. Well, the tag division. Yeah, but yeah. There are no other uh, whatever. Oh, I guess they're with the TNT title. I guess that's true. Yeah. I forgot about that. That title fucking like <laughs> ping pong back and forth so much. Yeah. First two time champions in the important <laughs> divisions. Um, you guys want to talk about some a wrestling thing that I realized oh, today? We that didn't happened. talk about the Miro and Ethan Page match. Oh, yeah. I, that match was, I, I like that match. I forgot about that match. Shout out to Miro. Big fan. I think he's awesome. He's he looks good. Who? Miro. Yeah. And Ethan Page. Yeah, Ethan but, Page is a is a good dude. But he lost that match. So yeah. Sad. One day he'll win a match. Hopefully. He deserves a sustained push. I think. I think I like his uh I like his work. All right. Well, you guys want to uh, talk about something that I realized today that blew my mind and, and kind of confused the hell out of me. That uh, Jeff Hardy was shit faced drunk driving at 9 a.m. <laughs> no, that he was shit among us. That he was uh, shit faced drunk and seemingly, instead of taking a salary, was gifted a bunch of Jack- uh, Jacksonville Jaguars merchandise instead. <laughs> <laughs> no, so what awesome. I want to talk about is uh, 21, closet. 21 years ago, WrestleMania 17, one of the big feuds going in was Shane McMahon versus Vince McMahon, correct? Yes, that's yes, accurate. And it started out as Shane so. standing up for his mom, and somehow it ended as WCW versus WWF. <laughs> <laughs> and that is you like WCW back. When I realized that today, it, it was like the most confusing thing. Is like, and the weird thing is, it started out as like Shane was the face and Vince was the hill. And then it switched when Shane bought WCW and he had all these guys coming in and attacking people. But even for a minute, Shane was still a face. Like until Stephanie had ECW join up with WCW, Shane was still the face. If they didn't have WCW join ECW, like Shane would have been the face going into invasion. And that's weird. Yeah, those. Those all those storylines were just so weird and convoluted. I, I know we've talked about this before, but it's just continuously insane to me that they made it a McMahon story again. Speaking of I, McMahon stories, <laughs> what were you gonna say? I, I, I preferred the McMahon in every corner match myself. <laughs> yeah, that was also fucking stupid, man. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, man. 
It could be. Isn't it ridiculous <laughs> though that like Vince McMahon does not like tag teams, but he and Johnny Ace would tag team somebody? <laughs> I mean, it'll draw, brother. This Damn. makes um all the stories about Johnny Laurinaitis like picking out the divas from like lingerie catalogs even more fucking creepy. Yeah. What about the oh, fact yeah. that he may or may not have had a threesome in a hot tub with his daughter-in-laws? Well, yeah, his daughter-in-laws at the time. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Calabunga, dude. <laughs> He's got a five-star match, you know. He's uh, here for the he longest. Do, he can time, do whatever he wants. <laughs> for the longest time, it was the weirdest like fact saying he had a five-star match and Brian Danielson didn't. <laughs> Love it. So did John. So did Cena. <laughs> yeah. The other, the other Bella family, for a time. Yeah, uh, Vince McMahon is a pervert, piece of shit. Who, who would have figured? This is such a I'm trying to get him on the show, but I don't think he'll come on. <laughs> he'll wait for a couple months. We could probably get him. Like Let's the try. people that are just now realizing this week that Vince McMahon is a perverted piece of shit. It's very strange. They not like, how, how did you not realize this last week? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I just this is like this is just like the tip of the iceberg. I hope it fucking all comes out. <laughs> Oh, I'm so excited. I hope this is just total fucking chaos. I'm just, <laughs> I want just I the worst things to come out now. <laughs> I'm just living for it. I I really hope all the Ashley Massaro stuff gets brought back up. And then like everybody on Twitter realizes that she was raped when she went over to the tribute to the troop show and WWE told her not to fucking make a big deal about it. Yeah. Like, I, I really hope this comes out and like makes a big deal. Like, yeah. It becomes a big deal. So fucked up. Yeah. Somebody, that's, that's such Why a, not? yeah. Speaking of fucked up, I want to talk about something I, I watched today. <laughs> oh, okay. I watched a WWE top 10 video on their YouTube channel, and it was a factions kept kicking out members. And I have two takeaways from the video that I watched. One is that when the million, when the million dollar corporation kicked out Bam Bam Bigelow, Sid Vicious should not have powerbombed Bam Bam Bigelow because he damn near drops him on his neck. Yeah, it's hard to powerbomb some of those big guys. And two, when Shawn Michaels kicked out Booker T of the NWO, Shawn Michaels said one thing that stands out just a little bit and then super kick the only black person. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Shawn. I love that. I love that early 2000 comedy. I say we cancel Shawn Michaels. <laughs> I think I'm, yeah, that sounds fine. Let's do it. I mean, he's already looking more like Trevor from Grand Theft Auto 5 these days, anyway. <laughs> Could you imagine? Shawn if... Michaels is a 60 year old man. Hey, he's a sexy boy last time I checked. <laughs> All right. Speaking of, speaking of factions kicking them out, obviously that was posted because of the Edge thing. Um, the Lucha Blog tweet of the week was uh, Christian saw what happened to his buddy, realized you have to take out the young guys before they get you. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, Reach. So are you, are you guys ready? Or to play a game called Guess the Paper Reader? Oh, right. Okay. Oh, no. 
Jesse, I'm going to ask you this time. Do you want the difficult one or the easy one? I've got like I want the easy one. one. <laughs> 0% win rate over here. All right. Um, going to let it let you answer all the – or name all the matches. All right, let's do it. Uh, starting out the opening contest, the hardcore chair-swinging freaks defeated the FBI and Danny Doring and Roadkill. All right, this could be any fucking ECW pay-per-view from 1998. <laughs> <laughs> Yoshihiro Tajiri defeated Super Crazy. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. In one minute and 31 seconds, Sid Vicious defeated John Cronus. All right. Uh, okay. You have any I've ideas seen, yet? I've seen I, I think I've actually, idea, yeah. I think I've seen this show. <laughs> Fourth I was match. excited to see Sid. <laughs> Fourth match, the Dudley Boys defeated New Jack and Spike Dudley. Remember, you can start guessing before I even finish. Oh, keep, keep it going. Fifth match, Rob Van Dam defeated Lance Storm for the in a singles match defending the ECW Television Championship. All right. Sixth match, Just Incredible defeated Tommy Dreamer in a Stairway to Hell match. <clears throat> oh, okay. This might be a little later on than I thought. And in the main event, Taz defeated Shane Douglas for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. Um, uh, I will I, I will guess ECW Living Dangerously 98. Ooh, so close but so far away. It was actually ECW Guilty as Charged 1999. Oh, oh I was gonna say I was guessing ninety nine, but I couldn't think of any other pay per view that they had besides November to remember. All right, Colt, you're <laughs> I up. Knew it, and I knew it wasn't that one. Okay, hit me. I'm gonna start with the. Would you like to start with the first match on the pay per view or the first match on Sunday Night Heat? Uh, just fuck it. Let's do the <laughs> Sunday Night Heat match. It's not gonna help me, but Stevie and- Richards versus. <laughs> No, it was actually Scott Steiner defeated Rico. Oh my god, Holy this shit. is a 2003 Raw pay per view. <laughs> okay, let's go. So, uh, the opening contest on the pay per view team angle defeated Los Guerreros for the tag team championship, or they def- they defended, excuse me. Okay, let's see. Big, this is one of the big four because okay, yeah, let's keep on. Second match, Sean O'Hare defeated Rikishi. Oh, that's probably 2002. Okay. Third match, Kane and Rob Van Dam defended the tag team titles against the Dudley Boys with Chief Morley as the guest referee. SummerSlam 2002? No, it's not. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Jazz defeated Trish Stratus for the tag for the women's championship. Excuse me. Oh, this is Survivor Series 2002, isn't it? Or three. I don't know, no. is it? I'm not ready to lock in yet. <laughs> this match on the pay-per-view, Big Show defeated Rey Mysterio in three minutes and 47 seconds. Oh, wow. It's poor Rey. <laughs> Sixth match on the pay-per-view for the WWE Championship, Brock Lesnar defeated John Cena. This is this is one of the Survivor Series. This is Survivor Series 2002, isn't it? Or SummerSlam. I'm, I'm going Survivor Series. Do you want me to finish the card, or do you want to lock in your answer? Let's finish the card. The seventh match, Triple H, Ric Flair, and Chris Jericho defeated Shawn Michaels, Kevin Nash, and Booker T. 
and a six-man tag match. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know about this match. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I've never seen this show. This was after they were all NWO, but they were in this tag match together, but not in NWO. (laughs) Like fucking one night only 2003 or something. Yeah. <laughs> this random one. Oh, you know what? Maybe this is probably one of those like, is this like insurrection or some shit like that? Oh, do, you want, do you want the main event? Yeah, let's hit, hit me with the main event. In 14 minutes and three seconds, Goldberg defeated The Rock. Oh, shit. This is Backlash? 2000 was that a back was that a backlash show was that SummerSlam? it was SummerSlam 2002 the correct answer is backlash 2003 it was backlash okay yeah 2003 it's all the stuff that happened in early 2003 feels ancient history to me because i was watching in late 2003 <laughs> the reason why i asked you about the heat match is because i want to point out that the pay-per-view before this or no the two pay-per-views before this Scott Steiner was wrestling for the World Heavyweight Championship, and then he missed WrestleMania 19 because his matches at the Rumble and at No Way Out suck so much. And then his first match back on pay-per-view, he wrestled on MTV against Rico. Man. Poor Scotty. (laughs) I wish he had a better run, man. I wish he had had an all-timer run. That's the one thing I would change in history is, is like, magically repair his foot. Who, yeah. going back to what you said earlier, Scott Steiner going back to WWF in 1999. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He would have that. That That's was somebody who would have would have rose risen to the top. He would have fucking <laughs> killed it. Pump in the fucking attitude era. Fuck it. What and about? Also, oh, okay, go, ahead. Oh, go ahead. Now I was gonna say, uh, you saying this Big Show versus Rey Mysterio made me want to bring up uh, a very hot take I like to have, or I just. I just realized I've had last week or two. Um, the Giant had a much better run than the Big Show did. Well, yeah. Okay, I don't know if a lot of people are aware of that, but I, so it might not be a hot take. You agree, the, so the bad thing is, is that Vince McMahon signed the Big Show by saying, "I know how to book a giant" or something like that. Yeah. And then within a he, year, Vince will make you a star. Within a year. Of him signing for WWE, he was pretending to be Rikishi, Hulk Hogan, Val Venus, Kurt Angle on, on national television. And maybe, maybe Vince didn't know how to book a giant. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Bobby Heenan knew how to. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe it wasn't Vince all along. <laughs> And also, all the the Vince stuff that's coming out, like, you guys know how, like, when stuff happens to, like, older people, like, really bad stuff, like, that's, like, always, like, the decline in their health, and, like, they pass away shortly, or relatively shortly after everything. I'm sad to say, I really feel like this might be it. (laughs) Like, I feel like this could be a a very long, uh, not long, but I don't know, a good way to say it. This might be the beginning of the end for old Vinnie Mac here. Like, this could be what kicks it all off. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think that that, yeah, I think, yeah. yeah I feel like that happens a lot. It does especially happen. Especially with, like, um, with a, a lot of stress. Celebrities and things like that. Yeah. And, it, and is... if he gets, you know, if he goes through, all, like, what, like, is if he gets kicked out of WWE, you know, just crazy like that, something crazy, what's he going to do? 
yeah, he'll have to stop. He won't be able to work as much. I mean, he'll still be able to like, you know, go to the gym and shit, but he won't be like, <laughs> yeah, constantly it shows like doing shit. Yeah. It's like yeah. the retirement thing when you're, when old people retire and they die. Yeah. I yeah. Like that's, that's, uh, that's might what happened. Yeah. It could so be the, the weird thing about this. All the crazy news is the It'll fact happen, that it, eventually. it, the weird thing about it is the fact that like all the reports that come out about how, Vince and Linda don't even live with each other and they haven't really been a couple in like 20 years. I, think I didn't I s- know it was I didn't know it was that long, but I yeah. knew I kind of knew about that already though, just from listening to like random podcasts and shit. Yeah, I think I, I yeah, 20 years surprised me, but I I had assumed it was maybe the past like 10 years or so, maybe five, yeah, that's probably five years or so. Like, cause I feel like I never hear about them being together or see like pictures or anything like that. Speaking of Vinnie Mac and, and Lindy Mac, um, somebody created a fake Tinder profile for Linda McMahon. I don't know Which if you guys saw this. When he all retweeted that, I saw that. That was pretty funny. In uh, her bio, she said, newly single, don't know how this app works. Looking for an honest man, not a genetic jackhammer. Mother of a beautiful, smart, intelligent daughter and a boy. <laughs> That's such a good joke. That rules. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, too perfect. And there's so many people commenting on it, thinking that it's real. Uh, I hope. Not. I hope they're just playing along. No, they seem to think it's real, and it makes me really sad for the world. <laughs> I refuse to believe that. I can't take that psychic damage. I can't. <laughs> I have to believe in hope. People are they got to play it along, dude. <laughs> a breaking news: Trey Young one hour ago said, "Damn, I want to win championships so bad. Maybe you should get out of Atlanta to do that." Let's get back to wrestling. <laughs> Did he really know why he really said that? he said he tweeted that an hour ago. No, that I don't believe that either. Go look at it. That's that's fake news right there. I don't believe that. Go look at it. <laughs> at the Trey Young, damn, I want to win championships so bad, exclamation point. Oh, maybe that, but he didn't say that I need to get out of Atlanta. No, I, I added that. Oh, I, I said thought you, I thought you meant he said that. No, no. <laughs> there's no way you said that shit. I said then maybe he should get out of Atlanta. Also tonight on on Impact, D'Lo Brown came out as aces and eight and hit a sky high against Kenny King. That's what I'm talking about. Kenny Thankfully, King he didn't paralyze him. Wrestler in 2000. <laughs> he looked good at that Ring of Honor pay per view. They never they haven't brought him back for anything else. But he he looked good there. Let's talk about the big news of wrestlers leaving WWE. I'm talking about Paige. She's left WWE and she says that she wants to wrestle again. Oh, yeah. Even though that. she's not medically cleared. Do you think Maybe she's going to she wrestle could, again? She could be. Yeah, I'm medical. sure TK's doctors will clear. <laughs> Honestly, I, I would see her going to Impact before I would see her going to AEW. You, I swear to God, you say this every time. I, I, I feel like you're trolling me at this point. Fucking <laughs> shots. <laughs> would go to fucking Impact. <laughs> Nobody's going to fucking impact. I'm I mean, sorry. The good brothers did. Yeah, but they've made their way back to New Japan. They, they've made it to the promised land again. <laughs> yeah, they, they only went to impact because they wanted to work with the New Japan. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't do it at the time for the way you did. 
uh, Sasha Banks is possibly leaving WWE. That news has not been confirmed yet. And I feel like if the <clears throat> if the AEW women feel like they are getting pushed, at, like they aren't getting pushed ahead of Britt Baker, whew, just wait until Sasha Banks debuts. <laughs> I, I'm really sorry, Marina Shafiro or whatever the fuck her name is. <laughs> I'm really sorry she's not getting pushed over Britt Baker. Maybe learn how to cut a good promo or learn how to be a good wrestler. Yeah, maybe you'll fair. get uh, some time then. She's not impressed me in her in her big TV matches, and I like I didn't even see the one that everybody hated from last Wednesday with the Rosa. Because you didn't watch wrestling, because you're not a great wrestling journalist like Jesse and I. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Mike Kyoto is upset right now. I don't know if you guys saw this because I WWE this. because 2K22 <laughs> in WWE 2K22 there's archive footage of Rey Mysterio and Batista having a match and Mike Kyoto's face is blurred in the footage. Witness protection, Mike. And um, he's upset about that. And I don't think he quite understands that that is not a WWE move. That is a 2K move because they do not want to pay royalties to him. They even blur out the fans when the fans are in the crowd. And I'm not joking I was gonna say, that. Don't they blur? They blur out like all the referees. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Even it's people who are currently he was signed. In, yeah, it's not because he was in AEW, but it's a very nice who gives a fuck about the facts kind of thing. <laughs> but uh, why don't they just like cut the screen where it doesn't show the referee? I think that would make it look they just do that? I think that would make it look like it's on a cell phone. Well, and if they like zoomed it in, it would just be really pixel pixelated. Digital zoom. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting one. He probably doesn't know a lot about video games because he's an old man. That's my theory on this. <laughs> <laughs> he's a boomer, so and he doesn't play video games, especially none of them wrestling video games. He'd probably tell you proudly that he played Frogger once or some shit like that. <laughs> he knew a guy that got addicted to Pac Man. He probably said that. He'd probably say that. I want you guys to think about something real quick. 30 years ago, or 20 years ago, excuse me. Jesus. 21 years ago, 22 years ago. Let's say 22 years ago for to make it more relevant. The three important figures in professional wrestling were Vince McMahon, Eric Bischoff, and Paul Heyman. Okay. Eric Bischoff is no longer involved in wrestling there's a chance that Vince McMahon may no longer be involved in wrestling soon. That makes Paul Heyman the last one standing. Let's fucking go. <laughs> okay, you cannot but, write but really, off Jeff Jarrett, live event coordinator. Yeah. I'm not. I'm going to be talking about Jeff Jarrett here in a minute. <laughs> bro, it's fucking 1990, whenever that steroid trial happened all over again. Yes. The instead Jarrett's one. Instead of Daddy Jarrett, fucking Jeff fucking jared's taking over now baby that's something i want to talk about jeff jarrett Jarrett recently joined WWE for a quote top level executive position yeah he's like the executive of a live event he handles the house shows so if if vince goes to prison (laughs) that would mean that jeff jarrett abyss and jeremy borash all hold a lot of power in WWE. the first thing they're gonna do is fucking fire sean michaels Well, somebody on somebody somebody on Reddit suggested, and I I don't disagree with this. I think it's a good damn good idea. Someone on Reddit suggested that Vince step down as CEO, 
Jeff Jarrett step up and become CEO, CEO. Yeah. Book himself to enter the money in the bank. Yes. Win the money in the bank. Cash <laughs> yep. in a Roman Reigns, smash him with a guitar, and win the belt as his TNA theme music plays. Yes, 100%. Yes. Okay. Only if he can fire Vince the next night on Raw. Yeah. In storyline, of course. Right. Oh, man. That's the, that's the universe I want to live in. Tennessee on top, baby. <laughs> there is more than one wrestling family, motherfucker. It's the Jarrett's. <laughs> yeah. It's the fucking Jarrett's and the Rhodes that are taking over, baby. Fucking 1988 all over. Southern wrestling. Speaking, speaking, of, speaking of the Rhodes, I don't think it's much of a coincidence that, you know, since Cody has been gone from, from AEW, their ratings have dropped. And last <laughs> night, they did 768,000 on TNT. Man, that was, that was pretty stunning, actually. AEW's yes. done. They're, stick, stick a fork in on the done. They're not going <laughs> to the be here funny, next week. The funniest thing is I saw Dave Meltzer like, Taken up because I why does he do that? Why does he love AEW so much? <laughs> because of his buddy Chris Jericho. I mean, <laughs> I mean, is he really on the payroll? Let's talk about this. Why do you think why do you think MVP was was presented as the worst looking person in that scuffle with Jericho? It's because Jericho fed him that information. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's the greatest. Yeah, um, they taken up for the boys. <laughs> AEW did seven hundred eighty-six thousand, and a Price Is Right rerun did three point eighty-four million. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it was the fiftieth anniversary, right? I saw that somewhere. That's yeah, crazy. It was the rerun of it. I, did, I don't know if y'all saw, but Dave Meltzer for real. He was like talking about how some other really big show did really bad ratings. It, it was, was like, the Stanley Cup Finals. No, it wasn't that. It was like it was fucking the Gilmore. He talked about like the Gilmore Girls did really bad rating or something. <laughs> I don't know what it was. It wasn't actually the Gilmore Girls, but it was something like that. Yeah, that would be funny. So I'll find it. Damn it. <laughs> that was pretty brutal, right? Yeah, the uh, the Stanley Cup right. Finals did worse than Price is Right, also. But in <laughs> fairness, it's the Lightning and the Avalanche, and both teams can go fuck themselves. But what channel? What channel were they? NBC? I want to say uh, NBCU, yeah. whatever the fuck that is. Honestly, it was on NBC. Yeah, you guys got any more any more wrestling to talk about? Um, no, it was on. Uh, oh fuck, uh, Wednesday's <laughs> game. I don't know when it, where it was on, but Saturday's game was on ABC slash ESPN Plus. So let's assume it was on ABC. Wow, ABC, that's crazy. Does it show what the ratings were that night for it? Yeah, they, they got like 3.32, I think, like less than Price is Right, but more than AEW. I'm sure any well, wrestling company would kill to have 3 million viewers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no joke. <clears throat> Most fucking major network television shows would kill to have 3 million viewers. <laughs> It is pretty crazy how much lower ratings are these days, it seems. That's, that's where people, I don't know, just like the hundreds of millions of people that would watch like the Friends finale or something and, and like a literal fucking fraction of that watched the Game of Thrones finale. <laughs> I mean, I get that one was on like network and one's a paid premium, but still, it's insane. Yeah, I was about to say, like, you can't really compare the two. But even like... But I know what you're saying. Yeah, even like major finales and things. I don't know. It's just wild it's like um, is dead. i think it was 
Scrubs was taken off of NBC because they were getting like six million or something, and that was seen as like not a great number. Yeah. And nowadays it would be like, holy shit, we got six million viewers. They would kill for that. (laughs) So you guys got any more wrestling or any anything to talk about before we get going? Mm-mm. Nope. All right. Well, <laughs> I oh, I tried the hard Mountain Dews. I did want to say that real quick. Oh, those are gross, aren't they? I thought the black cherry was pretty good. That's what I thought. The black cherry was the only good one. And the watermelon was okay. And the 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 normal flavor was gross. Yes. And I the agree. Baja Blast was a disappointment. Oh, were there four flavors in there? Did I only try three? Oh my <laughs> god. You didn't try to do it right now. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no. I didn't realize it was in there. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I thought it's, it was only three flavors. It's a disappointment, you, though. Man, that breaks my heart. Baja Blast is the greatest. The Taco Bell mm. by me is renovating. Oh, I'm doxing myself. <laughs> You'll figure it out. Somebody will figure it out. There's a Taco Bell by you? <laughs> well, no, no, there's not. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> I'm try- I'm really trying to figure it out. What the fuck Taco Bell is by you? Well, we can talk about it after the show. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say uh, I got a sneak uh, screener copy of um, Rampage this Friday night from my best friend Max Caster and uh, a hell of a promo. Definitely, definitely need to hope everybody checks that out. Who saw that? Saw that Twitter post? Oh, your best friend told him too. Huh? Uh, yeah. Don't don't spoil it. I want to watch. We used it. to scissor. <laughs> I love I love him with Billy Gunn. I think that's a great <clears> act. I think this is a really funny, and I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, the greatest thing that. Anthony Bounds has ever done to say scissor me ass man. Yeah, I'm excited. I hope that he becomes a huge or no, single scissor star. me daddy ass. That's what he said. I like that he's constantly disappointed in his sons, but loves the acclaim. It's fine. Yeah, I like, love that too. It's so the funny. fucking the vignette of them going into the hotel and like tucking in Max yeah. and just like talking shit about his kids was the You're best a thing disappointment. <laughs> a disappointment. Oh, and it'd be God. like, oh, look how cute he is. <laughs> Now, the ass boys are pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, they I, are. Good. I, I still they are better than they have any right to be. <laughs> I still want to point out though. I'll always point out ass boys started it's in South Haven. It's true. It did. The beginning, the genesis. The genesis of McGillicuddy. <laughs> I think they're ever gonna have another Memphis Wrestling legend reunion in AEW. I don't know. I Cody sure Cody so. Rhodes did say that they're gonna bring a pay-per-view to to South Haven, but that little motherfucker. I'll never trust a word he says. <laughs> Just so happy that he got. Uh, well, uh, whatever. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> I don't give a shit. All right. Well, for our uh, arm bars of 1000 and fourth wrestling podcast, I'm Todd Suliano. And I'm Colt. And I'm Michelangelo playing Shredder's Revenge. You're not, though. Did you hear the Wu Tang song they did for that? I did not. Yeah, they got they got uh, they got go- they know they got Ghostface Killa and uh, Raekwon to do a song. So it's not Wu Tang Clan. Most of Wu Tang Clan. What do you mean most? So, I, know, I, know, I 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 know. Bye. Bye. <laughs>